Welcome to the Rookie Runners Podcast, a show that explores the challenges and conversations runners are having as they begin their running journey. We run to become the best versions of ourselves, embrace the process, and enjoy each and every step. Now, here's your host, Ray Gerard. This is episode two of the Rookie Runners Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Ray. We have a great show in store for you today. I'd like to, first of all, thank all of you that sent me messages and provided feedback on episode one. Thank you so much for your support. It is appreciated. Shout out to my friend, Joel Almonte. Joel is the captain of Unforgiven Fitness Marathon Team. He is on Instagram. You can follow him for lots of inspiration and motivation. And his username on Instagram is at UNFRGVN Fitness. So definitely check him out. Some of you have mentioned that you listen to the podcast while running. Well, good for you. And if you are running right now, good job. Enjoy your run. And remember, Heads up, chest out, breathe deeply, and have a good run. (laughs) In today's episode, I'll be talking about my experience running the virtual Marine Corps Marathon. Yes, I did that uh, only a few days ago, and it's only my second marathon. Quite an experience. Then I suppose whether you're a newer experienced runner Pounding the pavement for 26.2 miles is not to be taken lightly, right? Kudos to you. If you've run a few marathons or in training for to run your first or even your 10th, way to go. It's a, it's a tough process, no doubt. As you know, the show is separated into three segments. We have uh, segment one, where I talk to you about something that's happening in my world of running. Segment two, we'll be interviewing a guest. And segment three, we'll wrap it up. Today in segment two, I'll be interviewing my favorite runner, or one of my favorite runners. (laughs) Many of you know her. She's an ultra runner. Her name is Andrea McHugh. Andrea's style of running and her running motivation will inspire you. I promise. As a marathon runner, I am truly a rookie. The Virtual Marine Corps Marathon was only my second, as I mentioned. And since I started running three and a half years ago, you know, it's a, it's a big jump for me to go from running 5Ks to running full marathons. And I hear somewhere, somewhere someone said there's ultra marathons in my future as well. But uh, we'll see. <laughs> but there's still a lot for me to learn but I'm embracing the process fully and I'm enjoying the journey. Both of my marathons have been virtual. Unfortunately, I haven't had the uh, great experience of running a real race, a real marathon race. I've had to run it uh, either alone or with a uh, pacer, as in the case of the second one. And it tends to be a bit more taxing with no crowd support, no cheering, right? The first one was the Shamrock Full Marathon in March of 2020, and I actually ran alone. Uh, Imagine running alone for 
26.2 miles. Yep. Not an easy, not an easy thing to do. Some have told me that it wasn't such a good idea uh, to run so long with no support. And I agree. I'm not going to debate that point, but I've always somewhat been a fearless person, <laughs> you know, but that quality can either work in your favor at times and perhaps not so much so depending on the scenario. But I don't think I'll ever run that long without support again. Smart idea, right? <laughs> My second marathon, however, which was on the 26th of uh, uh, October, I was fortunate enough to be paced by Andrea McHugh, McHugh, uh, for the entire distance, which was very helpful, and I finished in four hours and 56 minutes, which was a 21-minute improvement from the previous effort. The first 18 or 19 miles were pretty smooth sailing. We kept the pace in the 1030s, and I, but I started to fade after mile 20. To be honest, I was not well-trained for the event. I'd been running up. After COVID hit, I've been running just to maintain fitness, but not training fully for the rigors of the distance. But one thing I had going in my favor is that I had been strength training. I had increased my strength training regimen uh, quite a bit for the past four months. So that reality made a difference in how my body was able to respond to the stress successfully. In my opinion, I think that's what really kind of helped me along. It was a good day for a run. It was an overcast day, temps in the low 60s. And we started at 7 a.m., kept the pace consistent. But as I said, mile 20, everything kind of went south for me. Um, Andrea had a goal of finishing in four hours and 40 minutes. So she kept moving a little faster than me. She was 10 minutes ahead of me. and uh, But I started creeping into the 11 uh, per mile pace. And I... I Stayed there pretty much until the last three miles. Around mile 23, as I was gutting it out, uh, and I, I felt I was, I, I got into my true rhythm, even though I was moving slow. But I think I experienced what's known as runner's high at mile 24. For those of you not familiar with the term runner's high, it's a phrase that's used to describe the feeling of psychological well-being or euphoria that is associated quite often with long-duration, rhythmic-type running. And of course, marathon running certainly falls in that category. In fact, many university studies of, on distance runners have indicated that with long-duration running, we release endorphins which may have a morphine-like effect on the body. And that's what's responsible for those feelings of well-being. There are other theories about it floating out there, but that's for another show. There's just too many of them. So we'll just uh, leave it at that. I'll just agree, however, that uh, with the fact that it is real, because at mile 24 to 26, even though I was struggling, I was just uh, simply in a good mood. You know, I was just, uh, I had a feeling of contentment and gratitude, and that kind of helped me push forward. Have any of you ever experienced that? Send me a message or comment 
about your experience with Runner's High, and I'll share it with the audience on a future episode. I'm interested in knowing, have you hit how it felt? Because with me, I know it just felt great. I felt like I, even the pain was uh, diminished in uh, doing the run. It wasn't as uh, grueling. And after I finished, pretty much, I felt strong. I finished strong. I stretched, drank my protein, of course. Immediate refueling is necessary, <laughs> right? As I'm sure many of you will agree. And of course, I took my usual many photos and videos and went on with my day. What's interesting to me is that when I ran my first half marathon two years ago, I was so broken. I felt so broken that I had a hard time walking up the stairs and down the stairs for the next uh, 24 hours or so. And uh, I'm only sharing this experience to let you new runners know that it is part of the process. Uh, just, it, it, it can be tough. You're going to learn a lot about your body. You're going to realize a lot about how your body responds to different stimulus of, uh, of running. So stay the course, stay consistent. It gets better. It really does. All right, so moving right along, coming up next, my interview with Andrea McHugh. We met up at Oak Grove Lake Park. I'll be right back, and we'll get right on with the interview. to the Rookie Runners Podcast. Be inspired to be a better runner today. And remember, you're always your toughest competitor. We run to find some part of ourselves yet undiscovered. Embrace the process and enjoy the journey. And now, stepping back to the mic, here is Ray Gerard. I am here in beautiful Oak Grove Lake in Chesapeake, Virginia with Andrea. How are you this morning, Andrea? I'm great, Ray. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for being here and spending a few minutes with us so you could uh, share your thoughts on running. You know, Oak Grove is the first place that I started running. Back when I started running, I came here with my couch to 5K app and started doing loops around the, uh, the lake. And I understand you spend a lot of time running here as well, right? I do. I do. I, I only live a few miles away, so a lot of times I run here from my house, and then I just do laps around the park okay. until I run out of fuel, and then I head on home. But it, I do love it here. It's a beautiful place. It is. And I think, uh, I mean, I'm not sure. I think you might be the local legend on Strava. <laughs> <laughs> This year has made me the local legend of a lot of places just because I've been spending a lot of miles out here. But Yes, yes. That's funny. But uh, I've known you for a little bit over a year through our Point Two Running Company Connection. And, of course, we've also run a few training sessions together. And I have to tell you, you've been an inspiration to me. 
You've helped me step up my game in running, and I really appreciate knowing you. And I'm sure you've inspired a lot of other people as well. Oh, thank you for that. Oh, sure. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself, your background, when you started running, and what made you decide to start running? Um, so I went to college and um, gained the freshman 40, we'll call it. And so I struggled a bit um, with my weight, and I decided to start running and walking to um, burn some calories. So I started about 20 years ago um, trying to get back into shape, and I've just been running ever since. That's great. That's great. And, you know, I've, I've always been fascinated by the amount of mileage you run per month. And I think as of today... If we were having a discussion about it, as of today, you're already at 3,000 miles for the year. And we're, we're only in uh, October. It's actually 4,000. Four th- <laughs> I actually just not looked at when I when I saw the notes. I thought, I'm going to check and see. And I'm right. about 4,030 4, right now. 4,000. And we're only in, on October 30th. Amazing. And, you know, many runners run the risk of injury by running such high mileage. How are you able to safely maintain such a rigorous running schedule and not uh, get injured? Um, Honestly, I just, I always run easy. I don't run for time or pace very often. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, I I also walk a lot of my miles. I probably walk about a quarter of my miles per week. Um, So that's good recovery, um, keeps me um, warm and, and stretched out. I feel like a lot of people go out and they really run hard and right. not to say there's not a place for that. There definitely is, especially if you have goals of PRing a race or, you know, running a new distance or whatnot. But for me, um, I just really love the social connection I have with people. And yes. so I run a lot of my miles socially with friends. And so we're chatting the whole time. So it keeps it a pretty easy pace. Got you. So that's the, the uh, also known as the conversational pace. Yes, yes. Of course. And you are an ultra runner. And uh, you've been an ultra runner for many years. And for those that are not familiar with ultra running, how would you define an ultra runner? What are the various distances, rules, etc.? Um, so anything longer than a marathon is considered an ultra. And so the, the entryway or the gateway, we'll call it, is kind of the 50K, which is 31.1 miles. Okay. Um, but ultra's goal... As, as high up in mileage as you can imagine. I mean, I have done, my farthest I've gone is 100 miles so far. Um, but some races are 200 miles. Some races are 500 miles and they're wow. multi-day. And so it's it's not necessarily like you're going forever and ever without taking a break at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're able to take naps and, you know, your crew or pacer can um, tell you what you what you need because eventually you don't know what you need anymore <laughs> but um right right running so but, so many miles yeah. <clears throat> yeah so um but yeah there's a, a ton of various distances all kinds of challenges around the world mm-hmm. that people have created to see what the human limits are so yes and i understand you recently got a 100 mile pr i did i did i went out for a virtual run because a race was canceled and a mm-hmm. friend of i friend of mine and I went out and ran a hundred miles, um, not even really trying for a PR per se, but it just happened to be a great day and the weather was great and we felt great and everything went great. And some days it just all comes together. That's you right. Know? It's like that sometimes. Yeah. There are going to be some good runs and some bad runs. 
right? Well, maybe not necessarily bad, but just not as good as the last. Right. I mean, <laughs> I, I truly think that every run teaches you something. Even if it gets ugly out there, you yes. learn something about yourself, about your nutrition, about you know, the right gear to have or use. And so I think that every every run is a good run because it does always teach us something. That's great. And at what point in your running journey did you decide to transition to ultra running? You know, I had ran a bunch of marathons. I'm not even sure how many. Um, and I had got to the point where I was training differently each time with different types of training plans, different... Um, uh, you know, different goals in mind, always trying to shoot for a PR in the marathon. Mm -hmm. And after, I don't like 12 or 14 marathons, I still was not hitting the goals I felt like I could. And I yeah. kind of got bored with it and wanted something new to take my mind off of that. And when I've, um, I came in contact with a guy, I met him through a, through a friend, a running pal. Mm -hmm. And I happened to just start chatting with him. And he was like, yeah, I have a, a race coming up it's a um ultra marathon that you know everybody just runs as far as they can in 24 hours and you should you should try it it's, it'd be out of your comfort zone and it'd right. be a new distance for you and you can just go as far as or as little as you want in that 24 hours and so he perked my interest with that mm -hmm. and i took a stab at it and i had just the most amazing day not because i ran so well or i felt so great per se but more like I just, I met a lot of inspirational people. I got That's out of my great. comfort zone and I just had a great time. And, and that race changed my life. And that was the uh, 24 hour run for cancer at, um, uh, at Sandy Bottom Park. And that was in 2014. And I've just loved it ever since. I'm, it's great that you said you stepped out of your comfort zone. And I think mm -hmm. as runners, we do that a lot, stepping out of our comfort zone. And, uh, and we're better for it as a result. You've recruited a lot of friends into ultra running, I've noticed. You came, <laughs> you came close to recruiting me last year. I just wasn't ready. But We'll get you there, Ray. I promise. <laughs> I'll never say never. I think there's an ultra in my future, for sure. Oh, I agree. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> but when that happens, I'm sure you'll be the first to encourage and applaud me. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. At this point, I'm sure you're very familiar with running from beginner to advanced. What advice would you give the new runner as they begin their running journey? I would say get the right gear. Um, when I first started out, <clears throat> you can probably even relate to this. I had no idea what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wearing, Same you know, here. discount shoes from the sale bin at, um, at, you know, not even necessarily a real running store, but like a sporting goods store. And I was sure. wearing a cotton sports bra and cotton socks sure. and <laughs> chafing and having all kinds of issues, having no idea what what gear was out there to help me yeah. along in that journey. And so I would just say <clears throat> to anyone starting out, get yourself fitted for the right pair of shoes and just spend some good quality, um, some good money on some quality stuff. Not You don't need tons of things, just... One or two nice, you know, solid outfits that will make it so that you can run more comfortably because that makes a big difference. That's right. And you, I'm sure you, you, you've helped a lot of people. You also uh, spend some time uh, at Point Two Running Company? I do, yes. Okay, which is where we met. And uh, great place. Uh, we're in Newport News as well as Chesapeake. I guess new runners can come out and get geared up. Yeah. Yep. When you think back uh, 
to the days when you started running, what is one thing that you have done dif- you would have done differently now that you know so much more about the process? Um, honestly, looking back on where I came from, I was I was starting in the running journey because I was trying to lose weight. So when you're doing that, your first thing is to cut calories. And so I did not use proper nutrition at all uh, when I was on the run. It's so important, yeah. You know, my nutrition outside of running was was fine. I ate I ate well, good, clean foods and, you know, meal prepped and and took care of my nutrition outside of the run, but I was one of those people I never used any kind of hydration other than water. I didn't use goo, I didn't use chews. <laughs> and that is why my marathons were so rough those first few years. I just was not fueling my body on the run. Yeah. And if I could go back and do it again, I would just I would have such a different mindset about it because about now yeah, now yeah. I feel like it's 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 just second nature. Right. Um but my runs are so much stronger for longer. Like I I just had no idea that you know, you know, scratch or tailwind or goo or whatnot is yeah. an essential part of being a distance runner. That's great. And you know, uh, and speaking of nutrition, Uma is one of those uh, oh, energy gels Uma. you recommended to me, and I've been using it ever since. It's really good. And everyone I ask the question, why do you run, has a different response. Of course, everyone has different reasons. Why do you run, and what have you discovered about yourself because of running over the last two decades? Um, so over, over my running journey... Um, I've actually, it's been different throughout the years. I mean, in the beginning, I, I ran for weight loss. Um, eventually then I ran as a outlet, you know, to get, to get some time away from my children and, you know, my husband and outside of the home and just to kind of let my thoughts unwind, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it became very social for me. Um, I have met some of the most amazing friends out on the trail, like by accident, just happened to be out at a race and I, I see somebody that may be str- struggling or maybe I was struggling and then they noticed that and right. you spark a conversation and I have made lifelong friends out of people like that. And so that is my favorite part. Like if now for me, the main reason I run is for the social connections and the camaraderie that comes out of it. Agreed. And um, there's so much of it out there. And then when you th- talk about what have I discovered about myself? I will say I, I have found, um, I have so much strength deep Mm -hmm. inside that I didn't realize I had. And Mm -hmm. I, and I, and everyone has it. Like you just have to go looking and you just have to be willing to, um, find your limits. And I haven't found mine yet. Like I, I know that, you know, I, I have ran a lot of races, you know, from marathon into hundred miles and, I have yet to find the time that I have, have, I feel like I need to quit, Yes, you know? So, um, so I was just talking to my husband yesterday, maybe my next journey for next year or the year after might be a 200 mile race. Like I just haven't, I'm yes. not saying that there won't be the come the time where I have a terrible day and I end up having, you know, an injury or having to DNF a race or something like that. But, um, I haven't found that yet. And so I'm just, I need to keep pushing because we just don't know what we're capable of until we find, until we 
find something that we can't make it through, you know? That's great. You make a good point. Not only are we pushing our limits as runners, but we're also finding new limits about ourselves that we didn't know existed. So that's a very good point. And finally, finally, Andrea, I got uh, to thank you. Thank you so much for pacing me in the Marine Corps Marathon. Oh, that was my pleasure. Yeah, that was a uh, a great race. And one thing I remember you told me about that race. You said, Ray, make sure you eat a lot of calories. Make sure your nutrition is on point. Right. And I followed your advice and I was able to finish strong. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, yeah. you did great. And I was really proud of you. Oh, thank you so much. And hopefully there'll be many more marathons to come. I hope so. I hope there's some ultras too. I think they're in there. Yes, I think so. We got to dig them out, but <laughs> we'll get right. there. And as you know, you helped me achieve a PR in the marathon as well. So, Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you again. Well, I appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Yeah, appreciate you talking to me. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Awesome. All right. Take care, Andrea. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This is the Rookie Runners Podcast. You are always your toughest competitor. Be a better runner today than you were yesterday. All right. Wrapping up my week with an easy four-miler. Out here on the trail. So, I've been contemplating my second full marathon. What did I learn? Let me talk to you about it a little bit. Let me slow down a little bit also. I don't think you want to... I don't think it's good for the acoustics if I'm uh, breathing heavy into the microphone. (laughs) After... Mile 23, I realized I was stronger than I thought because my first marathon at mile 23, I was completely broken. I couldn't run anymore. I had to walk. But at mile 23, even though I was struggling a bit, I had not hit a wall and uh, I was moving. Since this is not a distance normally run in training, when you get there, you will be humbled. That's how I felt. You'll be in touch with yourself. But at the end of the day, you will rule the day. Trust me. Some have cried. Some have quit, and some have smiled with pride at the end. It's your choice, but you got to work for it. As cliche as, as this may sound, you get out of running what you put into it. You really can do more than you think you can. 
You just have to love, learn to love the journey. Of course, there will be setbacks. Setbacks are inevitable. But that's part of the journey, right? It's sort of a metaphor for life itself. The ups, the downs, the setbacks, the victories. You can have it all. And there you have it, folks. Kudos to you, my dear listener. Thank you to my guest, Andrea McHugh. Hope you all got something out of this episode. Let's keep the conversation going. The Rookie Runners Podcast is on Instagram. Please follow at Rookie Runners Podcast. And of course, you can also listen on your favorite podcast player, including Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play. All right, let's get out there and be awesome. Go out on a run. Be safe. This is Ray. Stay safe, be well, and run happy.